What's up, guys? What's going what's on? Up? What's up? Hey, what's up? Episode four. Numero cuatro. Numero cuatro. You heard that? That's a beer slurp. Hey, episode four, bitches. We're here again. Once again, we fucking wandered into the Madnetico studio and fucking turned up. Yep. So, real crazy week, a couple weeks, right? Here in Central Florida. Really, in the whole sports world. Yeah. I mean, the weather's been great here in Central Florida the past couple of days. Hot. Sorry to the rest of the world for being fucking cold. Well, they're catching up now. They're getting warmer. I mean, mm. It's still about 30 degrees, but, you know, that's warmer than what was last week. Yeah, Texas still out of electricity, so people literally freezing to death in Texas. You know what we're doing here in uh, Florida? Remember, people go dehydrated because it's too fucking hot. Yeah. 80 degrees today. You know what that means? Friday night. Boating weather. So, hey, turn up, right? So, yeah, crazy couple weeks in the sporting world. You know what I mean? We had yesterday, Tiger Woods. Last week, the the passing of Vincent Jackson, ex-San uh, Diego Charger, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. You know, we had some MMA fights this past week. Crazy knockout by Derek Lewis, which we'll get into here in a little bit. And just, just a whole lot of shit, man. Anything new going on in y'all's world before we get into this? Messy shit. Just glad the weather's back to the right into the world right now, yeah. making my life a little bit easier. Oh, I know. I, I, I seen the pictures. We're not going to get into details of what you do for a living, but I seen the pictures of the shit you had to deal with, and I feel sorry for you. I'm glad it's not me, but I did offer to help. I mean, they wouldn't let me. You into did. Premises. You did. You did. Yeah. I don't think I had the clearance to fuck with that, but I mean, maybe one day. <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? Anything new? I'm good. T ball and baseball. Not, working? Not T-ball, rookie ball, which is a pitching machine. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Stay. And my my thir- soon-to-be 13-year-old playing Pony League. Well, they call it – I think they call it Pro League or something like that. I mean, it was Pony League back when it's, I was playing. It's the level right before high school. Oh, that's like Pony yeah. League slash Colt League, yeah, what they used to call the, it? He's fixing to be in the shock of his life here pretty quick. Hey, high what, school gets real. What position do you play? Catcher. Ooh. Yeah, he's fixing to be in the real shock of his life. Yeah. yeah. Hey, them bitches go from 60 to 85 real fast. And they're a lot bigger than him. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, if, but, any, and if anybody can do it, your boy can do it. I got faith in him. My nephew oh, he got, loves, the, he nephew loves the catch. This. He loves the catch. Hey, and if he's, he's not afraid at, of that ball and he's good at catching, oh, and he's good at he can go a long way. Hey, he got better knees than I do. Can't well, be, he sure got better knees than his daddy, that's for sure. Dude, can't be, can't be squatting like that. Hey, speaking of baseball – Last week, catchers and pitchers reported for spring training. Thank you, Jesus. Baseball's back. We're fixing to have some more live sport. Hockey's going on, which hockey's real weird this year. They're doing a lot of uh, four-game skids. Like tonight, I think Tampa's got uh, the Hurricanes or whatever for four games. And they were supposed to have the Red Wings because of COVID. They're going to do like. Yeah, they're trying to group the group the games so together so, so there's not so much travel involved for the team. So, I mean, which if you think about it, it's pretty smart. Just because of the fact that you don't have different, you know, team uh, teams come into different locker rooms on a constant basis like they do in the other sports. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, if you're a Red Wings fan or a Hurricanes fan, you got four opportunities, five opportunities, however long they're here for their thing to come see your team. But 
Just know if you come to Tampa, it's Tampa Bay, baby. You can get. Your, say, you're gonna come, come to play wa- the champs. Yeah, you can come watch and get your ass whooped. That's all I got for you. Look, I hate to be a homer, and a lot of people wrote me and said, "Man, you're such homers." On show. I don't give a fuck. It's my show. If you don't want to be a homer, then get your own fucking show. I'm gonna tell you right now. I know a great studio that will give about, you give you a rate <laughs> on recording time. I was so, about to say that. <laughs> so I'm just saying. You talk about what you want. You can talk about what you want. We do. Cats, poodles, Dotsons, race cars. Seafood, pizza, whatever you want to talk about, we hook you up. All right, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. I hook you up. So reach out to me on social media. If, but, it, but it ain't free. It ain't free. It ain't free. Yeah, you gonna have to pay for it. It's gonna cost you. Yeah, you ain't the beard and the boys, bitch. That's all I got for you. You ain't. You ain't them. You gonna have to pay for it. So, well, but we'll put a good word in. Don't yeah, we'll put, yeah, definitely put a good word. And we don't have Jason in the studio tonight. If you notice, you haven't heard him, and. Because he had some he had some family issues come up or an issue come up. I don't know what his personal issue. But we got the princess of production. His wife Jen is in here running the tables tonight. So Hello. Oh, that's Jen. So it's not just the beard and the boys, it's the beard and the boys and a girl. The lady. <laughs> so but we ain't toning it down. Jason told us don't tone it down. Mm-hmm. Speak your mind. And tonight with some of the stuff we're gonna talk about, it's probably gonna be good to have a a woman's, woman's perspective. Woman's perspective on it because some of these things pertain to, you know, some issues that if she was in certain leagues or maybe her daughters or or friends or cousins or sisters, whatever, they may have to deal with something like this. So a lot of things going on. We'll get first we'll get into the passing of Vincent Jackson last week. Super sad. Great humanitarian across the city of Tampa. Did a lot of things for the community in Tampa and still did things in San Diego. Very surprising coming, you know, Tampa is on an all-time high with the Bucks coming off of the Super Bowl victory, and then all of a sudden, boom, the following week, you know what I mean, after the Super Bowl victory, we find out Vincent Jackson was found dead in a local hotel. So there's a lot of – there's not been really any definitive, you know, details on how it happened or what happened, but what we do know is there's reports coming out that his family said that he was battling with alcoholism and depression and – we can all agree that, you know, if you played in the NFL as long as he did, you were definitely probably dealing with some issues from CTE, hits to the head, concussions. You just don't play in the league that long and not have to deal with some type of ramifications from, you know, all them shots you took in over the years. Well, it's it's those injuries that they get too. It's not just the shots to the head. It's a little bit of any, anything. You recall in the NFL, they're going to put you back on the field whichever way possible. And, and as an athlete, as a person who wants who wants to strive to be in the, the one percenters, right, to play in the NFL, it's you come out today, you may not play. You look at Tom Brady and, and Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe got hurt. Brady went in. That was it for Bledsoe. So Vincent Jackson's a wide receiver. And there are dimes a dozen out there, and there's a lot of wide receivers. So he comes out for one or two games, he may not get a spot back. So, you know, it's not just a CTE, you know, it's everything. And so how do how do these players cope? You know, they get medications, they get all kinds of stuff. So when, they, when their career comes to an end, those injuries are still there. The, the love of the game is gone. They're retired, you know, but those injuries are still there. So how does it go with it? And see, I don't, I don't even know if the love of the game has gone. I think that that might be a whole point of a lot of the, these players dealing with drug abuse and alcoholism and, and depression and all of that and really have an effect on their mental health is because even though they step away from the game and they realize that their time has passed, it doesn't take away that competitive nature that's inside of them. Look, 
I played sports growing up. I never played at the level of Vincent Jackson or Tom Brady or anybody like that. But even to this day at 38 and as unathletic as they fucking come, I'm competitive. You know what I'm saying? If you challenge me to thumb wars, like old Dan Mullen said, I'm going to do everything I can to fuck you up. You know what I mean? I'm competitive. I want to win. So that mindset kind of, I mean, I can only imagine if you're at the playing at the highest level in the NFL or in the NBA or Major League Baseball and it all gets taken away from you because due to an injury or you have to step down because you're not faster than the young guys coming up. I mean, that's a lot to deal with mentally, like it or not. So, I mean, it's real sad to hear the pass on him. And I, I feel for his family and his kids and his wife. And, I mean, to really anybody out there, I mean, mental mental health is a huge thing. I mean, it's a lot of stuff to deal with. Depression runs rampant right now more than ever. People losing their jobs because of the pandemic, you know, layoffs, financial issues. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. I've dealt with my own set of, de- I mean, depression and stuff in the past. You know what I mean? I've I've went through deep depression. It, I mean, I'm sure everyone here has had their stint with being depressed or down something. You know what I mean? We've lost family members that we care about. And, you know, it really just takes you to a place where you, a dark place where you don't want to be. So we don't know what goes on in these players' heads. So I'm not going to speculate that, you know, he took his own life or whatever. And it was all purpose-filled and, you know, I mean, there was something behind it or what, because I don't know. Only person that knows is Vincent Jackson. You know, there's there's always the speculation aspect of it. And, you know, one of my biggest biggest things, and, and I've been in the medical, medical field for now 17 years of, of my working career. And one of the things that, uh, you know, I've always, I've always struggled with was, you know, reaching out to somebody and talking to somebody. I can always talk to my wife. I can always talk to... You know, but sometimes, you know, you're outside of your spouse, outside of your best friend. And a lot of men, right, I think I have a hard time talking about that. It's it's something that should come natural in reality, but it's really, really difficult. And I think with Vincent Jackson, that's a, that's a, that's a sad part of it is that it's not just Vincent Jackson. It's so many other people that are currently dealing with this stuff and don't know how to start that conversation. So our listeners out there, look. We love to have fun. We talk shit. We joke around and all that stuff. But in, in reality, this is really real. You know, talk to somebody. If you're really going through this stuff, talk to somebody because you're not just hurting yourself. You're hurting your, your family. You're hurting your friends. And most important, there's a whole ton of people out there that want to still see you continue, no matter what it's a sport or anything. Talk to somebody because that's the most important aspect of this. Keeping it all in is going to be very, very difficult. It's going to be hard to... to Put it out in the open. It really is. But I've dealt with it. One of the biggest reliefs in my life was able to talk to people about it. Not just talk to my wife, you know, but talk to others. Because our spouses can understand. But it's that I let somebody in and tell them something. How did they receive me? Don't We don't need to be joking around. You know, I know Dak Prescott earlier this year talked about mental, mental health and, and depression he went through when he lost his brother. There's not time to make fun of somebody. It's time to help somebody. So if you know somebody's out there that's dealing with something, talk to them. Maybe you're that person that's going to be able to say, hey, why don't we talk? What's going on? And you might brighten somebody's day. Oh, for sure. Because, look, I went through my own stint, and, I mean, I've talked to my wife about it. But there was a time just a couple years ago, and you remember, you know what I mean, I'm not going to get into too many details of what was going on in my marriage or whatever, in my personal life and all that, but 
Omar kind of had a gist with it because he was he was my friend at the time and all that, and I didn't tell him everything, but I even talked to my wife that I went through some serious depression. I thought about taking my own life. I thought about, you know, that I didn't want to be there anymore or anything, and the only thing that kept me going was my wife and my kids and, and having friends and family around me that was talking to me because there's days that I wanted to quit, that I wanted to give up, and, I, and, and I'm glad I didn't, and and I took a I take a, took a decision where it was like, you know, it's either why why am I going to quit and cause pain? I know I'm in pain. You know, when you're in depress when you're depressed and you're dealing with stuff like that, you're in pain. It it, it may not be a, a physical pain where your legs hurt or something like that, but it's pain. It's deep, and you know you may not always have the answers, but just reaching out and looking at people. There's people around you that love you and care for you, and and want to be there for you. Don't pass the pain that you're feeling off of them by by shutting it all down and walking away and ta- and, and 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 at the at the worst stake taking your own life because I mean then you pass that burden off onto somebody else it's not look they love and care for you and if you just open up to them talk to them it'll all be it can all be solved they can walk you through it yeah the water's deep but you can get through some deep waters with a partner to help you swim through it you know what I'm saying it's that's it's real. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I kind of went through that. And then I, I decided, you know, I'm not going to let the darkness hold me down anymore. I'm going to make sure to speak to people and, and just be kind to people and do everything I can to brighten somebody's day. Because like you said, Omar, that could be the, look, there could be a person that's fixing to go shoot up a school and you pass them at McDonald's and because you tell them to have a blessed day, they second guess it and they don't go pull that trigger. Or that person that's fixing to go home and beat the shit out of their wife or go take a bunch of pills or fixing to go to that extra length. And because you told them to have a blessed day or you shot the shit with them at the, at the McDonald's about the Bucks or about the, about the uh, Detroit Red Wings or whatever, or the New York Yankees, or you just shot the shit with them just for five minutes and it changed the whole aspect of, the, uh, aspect of their day, you not only affect their life, but you could affect whoever's life that they're about to affect. And make it for the best. So if anybody's ever been around me, when I walk away from somebody, I'd be like, hey, I'll talk to you later, man. You have a blessed one. And I'll tell everybody, have a blessed day. My kids used to make fun of me. Dad, why you tell everybody you had a blessed day? You can go inside of a grocery store. You talk to strangers. Like talk to a concrete wall. Because you can talk to anybody. It's like, why not? Why not? They're not hurting me. They're not hurting me. If they take interest in what I'm saying, why? Because that person's different to me. Do I have to ignore their conversation? Why not? Look, when I walk out of that building, we may never talk again. We may never talk again. But, but they, you, they're going to remember that conversation. But you may have changed their lives. You changed their day. That guy that's been getting ignored all day or that girl has been getting ignored all day that nobody's been talking to. And you, you take two minutes out of your day just to have a conversation with them if it's about nothing. Nothing. Or how you could be talking to them how shitty the traffic is. But because you took a chance and talked to them, you change the whole aspect of their day. And I know this got off a little subject about Vincent Jackson, but it's all mental health. It's all the same thing. You know what I mean? It all goes back until we don't know the demons that Vincent Jackson was dealing with that led him to alcoholism. We don't know the demons that led to him to what did he take uh, medication or something combined with that alcoholism that, that end up in the end cost him his life. We don't know. We don't know. Only he knows. But what we can do is tell you there's people out there that love you and care for you. And let me tell you something. 
we shoot the shit and we joke a lot here on the Beard and the Boys. We do. Let me explain something to you. Our social media is always open. Always open. And tonight on our, look, tomorrow when you go to watch this episode, on the title, you know, on the description of the show, it's going to have the suicide prevention hotline. We'll put it on there. That way you know where it's at. There's, you will always know you can go to the Beard and Boys page on Spotify or Apple and it's going to have the number there for you. And you can talk to any of us on our social media. You want to write us? No judgment, dude. I don't know you. I don't, I don't know any of y'all. So if you want to message us, I'll give you a clean, you know what I mean? I'll give you my point of view and no judgment. Because all I want to do is make sure that nobody's taking their life for unjust cause. Or going into a dark place where they're either hurting themselves or hurting others. Or, you know, we could go on about this for a while. But just know that there's people out there that care for you, love you. And no matter what, let's take the death of Vincent Jackson and let's make it a lesson not only for the adults dealing with depression, but for the young people coming up that whatever's going on, alcohol, drugs, it's not the answer. It's cool. I mean, you're having a beer with your friend. That's one thing. But when you're using alcohol or you're using drugs or you're using even food or anything like that to cover up an emptiness inside of you, that's, and all you're doing is filling it with nothing, it's not the answer. There's people out there that can help you. So for me personally, we're here for you. And uh, rest in peace, Vincent Jackson, all the prayers out to your family and your loved ones. And, you know, let's not let his death be in vain. Let's all learn from this and, and be stronger because of it. You say something about Vincent Jackson and the whole alcoholism thing. A lot of I, how many how many football players have we heard this the same exact thing about? The NFL don't take care of these guys whatsoever. They don't. They don't. They don't. And these guys put their bodies on the line daily for the for, for the for that organization for the NFL and for the fans. And they don't take care of them whatsoever. Junior Seau. Yep. Isolated himself. And killed himself. How many? How you know what I'm saying? Every time you hear one of these football players, something like this happens. It always it always leads back to CTE, CTE. Yeah, it's it's part of the game, and they understood that when they signed their name to that contract. But when they retire, that organization needs to take care of these guys. What they what they gave them, they need to give back. Absolutely. All the all the older football players. It took forever for them guys to even get health insurance, and that's not right. No. And these guys, they're, they're still fighting to keep these guys from getting health insurance and getting payments and, you know, understand they're, they're humans and they should be able to take care of them. That doesn't matter. A lot of the trauma to their brain caused a lot of the shit that's going on. And the NFL covered it up for yeah, a long they, time. And they they're, knew about they're it, still it trying to cover it up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. They're still trying to cover that shit up. So that, that whole concussion protocol, that's bullshit. Oh, a lot of that's bullshit. It's definitely bullshit. How many players have you seen stumbling and fall down and a play later, they're coming back in? You can't tell me these guys ain't have concussions. You know why they're back in the game? Because they're being paid big fucking money to play. And any, any football player or any, any man, if I'm hurt and I'm able to go, go to work or go play, I'm going to fucking work, and I'm going to play. We do it on a regular basis. I know I do it. I mean, my back hurts or my knee. I mean, I have 
my knee issues are beyond. I mean, it's my wife, dude, if I'm downstairs, she has to go upstairs. It hurts so bad for me to walk upstairs. So I know, you know, you just push through it. I mean, it's just, it's the, like you said, it's the man in you. I mean, you're there to provide for your family. And yes, you know, they make millions of dollars, whatever. They make a lot of money, but the lifespan in the NFL is very short, very short. What's the average career? Three years, four years. Probably about four years. If yeah. you're a talented player, it's three to four years. If you're a nobody, you might get one year. If you're a one-hit wonder like Chris Sims, you might get one or two. Or something, you know what I'm saying? Or or some of them players. Didn't Chris Sims get hurt pretty bad though? He ruptured his spleen. Ruptured his spleen almost, almost, di- almost died on the field. It was against the Eagles. Yeah. Was Eagles, against the Eagles. Eagles. Against the Eagles. In a playoff game. We lost, ended up losing the playoff game. Then he then he played a he played a play after that too, didn't he? Two plays. Yeah. He finished the drive for a touchdown. And they took him out. And if they wouldn't have took him to the hospital, dude, he would have bled to death on the field internally. They didn't even know. But, but to, Jimmy, to your point, the, the sad part is, you know who sees that? Our kids. Right? My son plays football, plays with, plays with Clayton's son at Bartow High School. Right? When these kids get hurt, they know they don't want to come out. So they'll tell whatever they need to tell their coaches to keep them in. So it comes to those coaches. Right? No, you're not going. This game is not bigger than you. You can come out for a few, you can come out for a few plays. If you need to come out for the whole half or whatever, come on out. But that's the problem. It's about money. They're making money. The fans are buying jerseys. They're buying all kinds of stuff for, the, for these players. So if I don't go see my favorite player playing out there, I'm not gonna go watch. I mean, look at the NBA with LeBron and all them when they take their breaks from a game. The you know, I think it was. A couple years ago, one of the guys bought tickets to watch um, Yeah, when LeBron was still in Cleveland, I believe it was. He had bought tickets for him and his son like early in the season to watch LeBron play. And that particular day, LeBron took a day off to rest. And they hammered LeBron about that. But LeBron's been in the league 18, 19 years and a dominant player. How many players have we ever seen that's been dominant for that long? Because he's taking care of his body. Not the coach telling him you need to take a rest. He's telling the coach. And the coach is listening. So the the good thing about that is we got to have coaches that are willing to tell these players, no, you're not going back in. Sit your behind down here. Let's get you checked out. Instead of putting you in that position, whereas Chris Sims could have potentially died on the field. And now, could you imagine the playoff game, which means you have thousands of fans in the in the stands and thousands of people watching that game. That changes the complete complexion of what you just watched. I mean, you're right. It's a business, and all they care about at the end of the day is the money. So, but Jimmy, you're right. They need to take care of these players. I mean, like you said, they just got health insurance finally, and it's, I'm sure it's shitty health insurance. It's probably a lot like the VA, where you got a waiting list to get your shit taken. Dude, care. I, don't, I, don't, I used to be. I used to deal with the VA. Dude, that's like. The, the shittiest insurance on the face of this fucking planet. When it should be the best insurance. Yeah, you're exactly right. For the people who served the country. Omar, you served in the U.S. Army. Jimmy, you served in the U.S. Army. Dude, you call to make an appointment, and they'll give you an appointment. Six months later. It's like March now. Oh, you the, the first one we got is in January. What? Of 2022. Oh, what? No, thank you. I'll, I'll go out back behind the house and fix my problem with my pliers and a fucking rusty pair of tin snips. Thanks. 
Yeah, I mean, it really should what the be. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And you know, it really should be. The insurance should be instead of just having to go to a VA hospital or a VA doctor that only sees veterans. It should be just like. And you know, the bad thing is, people. You can have, and no, no hating on someone who's living in poverty or anything like that. That's not. I don't take this the wrong way. So let me put a public service announcement. It's not where I'm going with this. But you get a person that's on Medicaid or something like that who has insurance like that. They can go to any doctor they want that accepts it. You go to a VA. They have to go see a VA specialist or a VA th- doctor. They got to drive an hour and a half yeah. to a fucking VA hospital. For a person who put their life on the line for our country that went to war, you know what I mean, served in Iraq, Afghanistan. You know, you were in Iraq and Afghanistan, Omar. You know what I'm saying? And you have to – and you're not getting paid that much. You're getting paid damn near minimum wage, to be honest with you. I mean, you think about what the military make. What? Well, they make a lot more than they did when I was in there. I know, but what? What did you? All right, Omar. What did you make in your first year in the U.S. Army, and then what did you make in your last year in the U.S. Army per month? Just uh, just a roundabout figure. Silence is killer. That's a long time ago. That's what I was about that's, to say. That's, that's probably uh, a minute ago. That's, that's been. 18 years two, ago. $2,000 a month? Less. Less, less than that. Um, less than $2,000 a month. I probably brought home while in basic training 1200 bucks total. 1200 bucks while in the military when you first start. I made 870 something. Look, let me, t- let me tell you something. Let me tell you something from somebody who's a civilian. And I think Jen can back me up on this. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Shit. Bullshit. It's bullshit. You should look just like teachers should be paid more. The you, most. Okay, let me tell you. The highest paid professions on, on the, in the world should be a cop, a firefighter, a teacher, the military. Oh, fuck the NBA. Fuck the baseball players and fuck the football players. Look, they should make money too, but at the end of the day, you should be okay, taken care of. They should make money, but... What human fucking being throwing a ball is worth one hundred and forty million dollars? Wait, wait, wait! Not not fourteen years, three hundred and forty million dollars or twenty. You think that guy's gonna play for fourteen years? Who got that? Fernando Tatis Jr. out of oh, San Diego Padres. Oh, since we're gonna, since we're just throwing out, what about Patrick Mahomes? Five hundred and eight million dollars for ten years. He You're, won't play ten years. No, and you know how much of it's guaranteed. $415 million guaranteed, I believe. I may be wrong. Message me. Let me know if I'm wrong. Omar's going to look it up real quick and let me know the exact number. But I know it's up there, dude. It's up there. But you're exactly right. I mean, you definitely so should you be. Got, you got cops out here that have to fucking deliver pizza to pay their bills. Or firefighters, the same thing. Teachers. Nurses. Too. You know, doctors are well paid. Most of them are. Dude, I had a teacher that was at Bartow that I went with. It was at Bartow Middle School. I went to school with his daughters. Uh, Mr. Hicks delivered pizza for Hungry Howies or Hungry Howies and taught at the middle school. Dude, I work with somebody that is a teacher, and he works with me as a second job because he can't pay for everything. I'm How not going to mention his name because I don't, you know. It's absurd. How much did you say he was guaranteed? 418? 477 million of the... $503 million extension that he received. $477 million. Yeah. Guaranteed. And then you got a, a fucking uh, cop making $17 an hour. 
And who does Patrick Mahomes going to call if somebody breaks in his house? He that bet- $15, 70 something an hour cop. He better call the fucking security he's paying for out uh, for him. Unreal. It's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, I'm going to tell you like this. I think that a lot of our service workers, police officers, police officers, teachers, firefighters, military, people in the armed services, you're grossly underpaid. But we appreciate you here at The Beard and the Boys. We appreciate you, without a doubt. So, once again, rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Loves you and your family. And on our show description tonight, the Suicide Prevention Hotline will be on our show description tonight. So, if you're feeling down and out and you need somebody to talk to, you dial that number or write us on our social media. I'll talk to you. I mean, Omar will talk to you. Yep, Jimmy, I will. Jimmy will talk to you. I'll talk to you. Oh, yeah. Whatever you want to do, we'll talk to you. No problem. So, moving on to Tiger Woods, bro. We thought we were going to see him break Jack Nicholson's record maybe sometime down the road. After yesterday, I don't think it's going to happen. He's done, bro. Double compound fracture in a single car accident. Apparently, to um, as far as reports are concerned, um, no alcohol involved. I guess he was on a stretch of road that's known that uh, that is known for uh, high speed accidents. It kind of has like what they call of um, a runway. They said like a takeoff point or something. It's like a sharp turn. But um, yeah, double compound fracture. Multiple surgeries, uh, so he's in bad shape. I hate to say that we're not going to see him play again, but I really think that his—I mean—that's the end of his career. Yeah, he's done. The next, the next Woods you'll see play golf, I think, is going to be his little boy. Oh, his you think so? Play, yeah. Oh yeah, I I love seeing that, that with him and his boy out. Oh. Yes. I was quite upset because he, he can hit the five wood further than I can. So, uh, what is he, 12? 11, 12? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, that kid's a phenom that... like his dad. Yeah. I mean, he's got one of the greatest greatest players ever to coach him. I love seeing the same stances that they have. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He's uh, he, he he's just like his dad. He mimics him in every single yes. way. I mean, it's, it's incredible to see. And unfortunately, I believe Tiger's going to have to be a spectator. We may see him on the senior tour at some point down the road, but I just don't think he'll ever be. Is there still a senior tour? I there mean, is, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a there's an amateur tour. I'm sure they keep the old guys around. They got all the money. I'd keep them around. I don't. I don't know how how well Tiger's going to be able to even walk, dude. He's got he's got rods in one of his legs. I think you. I think it'll be two, dude. three, four years before we can we'll see him playing again in reality. But I think if it's if he can play, he's gonna he's gonna play again, and at least in the senior tour, we I mean, might see him I, one or two more times. Maybe if he's able to play again. If Alex Smith is walking around, Tiger's gonna be walking around. Have you seen Alex Smith's leg? Dude? I don't give a fuck, dude. He took NFL snaps and was successful last year. Their record was better with Alex Smith on with his bum ass leg than they were with who was the other guy Heineken. No, Heineke. Heineke, Heineke. Was, but he only played dude, one. He corona. only played off. Hold, hold on, I love my Bucks. Same thing. But the Bucks are notorious for making no-name quarterbacks look like fucking pro bowlers, okay? And I thought he was going to – they was going to let the Bucks. I thought the Bucks are going to let him beat them. But you had no film on him. I mean, so 
in reality, what were you? You, you couldn't watch. You couldn't. It's not like your defense could really watch what he's what he did. How many snaps did that guy have in the NFL? None, I think. Thank you. I think the building's coming down. Did y'all hear the wood creaking? I did too. I think the building's coming down. Yeah, but oh, Heineken. You know what I mean? It's Heineken, bro. Heineke. Whatever you call him, what you want, <laughs> bro's got beer on the brains no, over there. Dude, I'll call him Heineken because it's funny. What are you drinking over there? I'm drinking uh, some type Heineken. of Heineken. Some. Some milk stout or whatever it is. Probably some stout milk or something shit. I don't know. It says wet ink dry stout Irish dry stout. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. And it has a hint of chocolate and what else? Some dark stout. (laughs) Got something dark in it. It's got chocolate. It's got chocolate. It's got chocolate. Yeah, so it tastes good. But chocolate. Aww. Hey, since we were talking really? about Tiger Woods, no to the chocolate. Thanks, Tiger. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, even though he's a little malt, that's my boy, Tiger. Hey, let me tell you something. I seen Tiger one time at the Players Championship. His caddy lose his shit on somebody taking pictures in his backswing. I mean, when I tell you, you lose the shit, almost beat the dude, fucking choked the, the spectator out. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody takes pictures in Tiger's backswing. Dude, he was losing his mind. I don't want to yell as loud as it was at the tournament because these mics, it's not going to sound good at home. I'd have to, like, really (laughs) turn it down. Yeah, the the princess of production over here would be losing her shit trying to touch these controllers by yelling as loud as I possibly could. But it was loud. And the dude was fucking serious. So... And this is his caddy? His caddy. Yeah. Hey, well, you know Tiger told him to do that shit. PGA, dude, it's all PGA no, Tour caddies. Yeah. Don't be fucking around, dude. Yeah. Don't beat your no, ass. You know what? Tiger, That's why they're hired. Tiger's always been fucking, he's always been anal about his swing and all that shit. They're all like, no, they're all like that. All of them are like that. Bro, I've seen you. Rory McIlroy's caddy lose his shit. When that paddle goes up at the tee box. When it, it says quiet, when that shut holds that paddle the fuck up. up. Quiet, you don't say a word. If you do, that caddy's coming ready to beat your ass. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, you just sit there quiet. Just stay quiet. And then when the balls... stand there at attention. And when the balls hit, you just hit them with that golf clap. Well, I would be be like this. I'd be like, looking around. Wait for somebody else to clap. And then when everyone else... Or you yell their name, but you wait until that ball's (laughs) gone. When Tiger hits the ball, nobody's clapping. You hear him yelling, Tiger, whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah, they lose their shit. They lose their shit. And let one go in the water, dude. Bitch is going in the water trying to get his golf ball. Oh, diving in the shit. Hey, diving in, dude. The Players' Championship's a fucking party. I can't believe they're only allowed. They're only going to let 10,000 fans at the Players' this year, which is shitty. How many do they normally? Oh it's usually goodness. like 100,000 people. Yeah. Every, every hole has is full. It's that crowded. Every hole is full. It's a fucking party. And then you got, pe- and then you got the people who, who watch their favorite golfer and, and walk with them throughout the entire course. Yeah, it'll it's crazy. It's Thursday through Sunday of straight just drunkenness for four days. I mean, just get that sounds fun. It is. It's a fucking party. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking great. That's one sport I th- I don't think I've been to yet. Oh, you want to watch? If you can watch professional golf live, mm-hmm. it's way better than TV. Like TV gets hard to watch. I mean, I can watch it because I can watch one player and I can watch them and I I like how they you know the the strategy behind it. But watching it live. It's fucking something else. Because you really live. watch them. You watch them draw back, and you hit. they hit that ball, and you're like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> that bitch is so far. And they then drove it like 350, almost 400 yards away. 
Hey, that, I, wish, I wish you could have seen his face. <laughs> where, like, where'd it go? <laughs> hey, where the fuck did I go? That, that was me and Jason on the 12th hole on Sunday at Bartow Golf Course. <laughs> he hit one. I did too. And we're both like, uh, where'd that shit go? That shit went into the pond beside you. We're like, uh, don't know. Hit Hook, another one, I guess. Hooked it. <laughs> and then we, it. we saw the second one, and guess what? We ended up finding the first one. So, Oh, I, I get lost. That's why I play with fluorescent golf balls. <laughs> oh, at, at that golf course, it didn't matter. The, That's the leaves though. on the ground, you would have lost any color ball. Trust me. Fluorescent orange or fluorescent green. No, that's why I play with four dozen golf balls. Oh, that too. That's why you buy the bag that's got like 10 different thousand different fucking golf balls and no. you just pull it out and hit No, dude. Those, you say are in the, those were in the water. You know that, right? I don't care. They're going in the water when I hit it anyway. So what's the, what's the problem? Yeah, give them back, Omar. Come what's on. What's the problem? Hey, some of us don't take the game seriously like you. Uh, we're out there happy Gilmore and the shit. You're out yeah, there. I'm not you're spending out there. three grand on the driver. That's just not happening, bro. I'm spending I, three I, bucks I at the dark grand, side. I spent three grand, not three grand. I'm just fucking oh, with you. <laughs> no, maybe I will not take Jason there then. It's no. cheaper. There's some that are cheaper. I promise you that. It just depends. Dude, I, I'm a, my I'm a, first set of golf clubs come from Walmart, dude, for $199. Hey, <laughs> I bought my only set of golf clubs, which I put by the road and somebody picked up. I, I bought them at the First Tee, which is a Tiger Woods-sponsored golf course. Me that's, and you, the, that's the first place I played golf. Me and you there. played on it when right before I got married. Me and my brother played on it. I bought them there for 40 bucks. came with the bag. Yeah, for forty bucks they were used, but you know what? I played them, dude. I played them bitches till I was literally swinging my three wood, and the fucking head came off and flew down the course. <laughs> <laughs> Look for for those, I, I'm a ping guy, so I, I love ping. So that's hey, what, and they're and they're the Cadillac of golf of the golf brand. Nobody that's listening to yeah. our show knows oh, what the yeah. fuck a ping. Trust yeah. me, they they will. Yeah, Maybe. they're gonna be like ping. Is that the Atari that's, game? Yeah, that's what the happens. That's the sound it, it makes when you hit a baseball with a with a ping. aluminum bat. Ping. The same sound that ping. that golf club makes when you hit that ball in the sweet spot. Ping. And I hit I hit a few of those sweet spots. I drove a couple over two hundred sixty yards while we played on Sunday. So you hit the sweet spot. Yeah, that's what she said. I mean, what? My bad. Ping. ping. It was Jason. <laughs> oh, Jason hit your sweet spot. Well, that got weird. That just got weird. Omar said it, Jason. So when you listen to the back of this, Omar said it. I did not. So I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, geez. oh, Jesus Christ. Man, the Prince's production just drop on. Man, hell of a night to miss, Jason. You might be fired, bro. We might keep her around. So um, she's got she's got the noise down perfect. Oh, dude, oh, the, yeah. the sound's I mean, on point. Totally guessing. Oh, well, you guess. That's better than Jason, I'll promise you that. Jason oh, hits him and it's like, oh, not that one. Oh, All you look. hear is, oh, I got to label these. Hey, we're, we're, and, guys, we're joking. Yeah. Jason does a great job. We're just oh, really okay. busting balls right now because Jason's not here. So we get to bust his balls because he's not here. Because if he was sitting right there, we'd bust his balls the same. Yep. So this one is. Oh, oh, that's oh, a nice drum. Nice drum. So, you know, Tiger Woods, basically, I personally believe his career is over, you know. Double compound fracture, man. That's a rough you might, situation. You might see him with his son at like maybe a pro ramp, pro am or something like that. You know, play at his tournament because he has a tournament in here in Florida somewhere. Or, yeah, Orlando. Orlando. You may see him play there, but you're not going to. I don't think you'll see him full time on the tour anymore. Like I said, I, I think once he, I think in a few years after he recovers and everything, you might see him one or two more times on the senior tour, and that's probably about it. Yeah, that's crazy. It's. Crazy. I mean. Luckily, he has his son. It's coming up, and he's going to get to enjoy watching that journey because 
He may be the hey. It might be a Woods that breaks fucking Jack Nicholson's record. This might be his son. You know what I'm saying? So it might not be Tiger. But unfortunately, accident yesterday. I'm sure there's a lot more details that are gonna come out about it. But good thing is, I hope we're all wrong. I hope Tiger comes back in place. Yeah. Full oh time. yeah, me too. That'd I love watching awesome. Tiger. That's what made me want to watch golf. Yep, exactly. Didn't give a. Well, f- I used to love Lee Trevino too. That was my boy. But you know. Nope, not me. I didn't. I mean, until you said his name, I'd heard it, but I didn't know who the fuck that is. I'll tell you guys if if you guys haven't seen where Tiger and Phil play with uh, Brady and, and Manning, go watch it. I watched it. It's pretty good. I watched it on TV. Oh, anything, Peyton. Yeah, oh, I, I will definitely watch that. Then or go, or, or go look at the interview they did. It was before. Wood, it was Woods and Woods and Peyton. Woods and Peyton versus and uh, Brady, Brady and Mickelson. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Woods and Peyton. I bet they were. All, uh, in fuego. Brady ripped his pants like three holes in. And Pey- Peyton's a trip. I love That's him. That's a funny dude. Bro. I freaking Peyton love Henning him. Peyton Henning is dude, fucking we, hilarious, yeah. man. Look, we went to we went to the Manning Passing Academy. Me and Omar took our sons, and he, Lynn and them. He come and he's coaching. So my son Lynn, who you know he plays football uh, here in Central Florida at Bartow High School. He was up there at the Manning Passing Academy. So he comes and Peyton come around and train them. You know what I mean? And work with them. And at the, end of, at the end of the thing, he brings all the boys together that was in that group, and they break it down. And he was like, uh, he's like, um, chicken parm on three. <laughs> chicken parm on three. And they were like, he's like, and just so you know, I freaking hate chicken parmesan. <laughs> I spit it out every time I eat it and take a take. Yeah. He's like, I hate it. It's like the one food I hate the most in this world. And, you know, he used to have all the commercials. Chicken parm, it tastes so good. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it was like, and it's like, dude, and Buddy you fucking hate it, and it was like so good. And he had to eat it like so many times. He's like, dude, it's the one thing I hate in life. He goes, I hate chicken parmesan. He goes, I just have to eat it all the time. So great job. Was it nationwide? Nationwide, yeah, nationwide insurance. Yeah, he so. still does nationwide. Yeah, he does it with uh, Brad, Brad Paisley. Paisley. Yeah. Oh, I love those commercials. Yeah, they have do. You seen, have you Peyton seen? Have you seen? Peyton and uh, he was on Saturday Night Live. Did you watch that? No. Oh man, you gotta watch that. Dude, you know who that else is hilarious. funny? His fucking brother Eli's yeah. hilarious too. They're, He's t- not as funny in my. You know opinion. who the funniest one of them all is? Cooper. Cooper. Cooper, oh, the, the brother. Oldest one? The oldest brother. Dude, he was. Look, this was the year that uh, Alabama beat Georgia for the national championship. When we went up there, it was when you know they brought in and Tua ended up. Coming back and beating Jake Fromm. Well, Jake Fromm was there as a coach when he played for University of Georgia, and um, Jalen Hurts was, there, was yeah. there as well. So Cooper Manning's running the question and answers, and um, our kids are the ones that gave us back the thing. It was like a question like thing where they had everybody in this uh, like auditorium and they were asking them questions. And so Jake Fromm and Jalen Hurts were shooting the shit, cutting back and forth, and and then uh, I guess Jalen Hurts had said something smart to. Um, Jake Fromm about how they won the national championship, and then here comes Cooper Manning. We're like, well, at least uh, Jake didn't get benched and then let the backup win the national championship. <laughs> so just you know what I mean. And these are these are college kids, and you know he's just like a pot stir. But dude, that whole family's hilarious, oh, and yeah. the, and the things they do up there for that like, passing academy is is ridiculous. It's just out of this world. When, when you go kids. there, you're thinking like football camp. You know what I mean? When I tell you, it's fucking. Two that two thousand to three thousand kids. It's two thousand quarterbacks. So and then they got wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs as well there. So it's like 
so many kids. And the way it's organized, I mean, it's crazy. They do, do such do a great job. Do you have to be job. invited or is No, it no, you, you can pay for it. It's like yeah. $700 per athlete. But what an but it But it's four what days. A- it's four days. They put you up, feed you. They put you, you got, you stay on at Nichols State University. You stay in the dorms. They feed you. They give you basically give your clothing for the whole thing. They give you shirt, backpacks, shorts, football. backpacks, footballs. I mean, they basically give you all your gear, hats, everything for the whole four days you're there. And they feed. I mean, it's it's a crazy. It was a good experience for me, and I didn't even participate, and I just watched. <laughs> I, I will tell you. So we we drove from here in Central Florida all the way to Louisiana. Oh yeah, we road trip with. Wait, four. wait, did you guys? Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, we went together. It was we took both of our sons, and then we took another another one of the kids with us. So it was five of us on this trip, and it was probably the funnest trip we've had in a long, long time. That is awesome. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> and uh, but we pulled I, I out. Would, and we gave a free pass to all the kids. Like you can say whatever you want, and you can look. You're one of the guys. And when I tell you some, I got to see all the shit they're watching on YouTube because <laughs> it was free pass. Dude, hilarious. Okay, don't don't tell all the secrets. Oh uh, no, 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 do that. No, no, I'm not going to tell all the secrets. There's a whole lot of shit on there that was hilarious. But we'll talk after the show because I do have a 13 year old. So we'll be talking. Oh. But I will tell you, I remember when we arrived at, at Nickel State. We got there actually early. We got there well before we we're supposed to be there, and uh, we're taking the kids up to those dorm. It was a, uh, it was a feeling that we had. I'll tell you that as as a dad, it was a pretty cool feeling to have just to drop those kids off and. It was pretty neat to see him like, all right, you can leave now. Get get the hell out of here. You know what oh, the yeah, best part was? Me and Omar got to just go drink. We were like, fuck it. <laughs> we don't even have kids anymore. We just came all to Louisiana and we're kid free. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? But I, I will tell you, parents, if you go, it's 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 a great opportunity to go watch your kids practice. My son's a wide receiver, so I got to, he got to learn a lot while he was there. Bring some water, though. Yeah. It was hot as shit. And we were stealing water from the. We're like, hey, fill up your little Gatorade bottle and toss us the bottle. It was that damn hot out yeah, there. Bring your chairs and cooler, for sure. But I think it was canceled this past year due to COVID. Yeah. But it's going to be ramped back COVID. up. I know, dude. It just fucks everything up. It's coming back this year. I got because I got the email COVID or the fucking camp. <laughs> that camp. All right, yeah, you, you fucked me up there, uh, Omar. You know Don't say out. fucking COVID's coming back. <laughs> shit's still here. I'm ready for this bitch to leave. The camp. Jesus. MPA so, yeah, so, yeah, great thing that the Mannings do out there. I don't even know how the fuck we got on the Mannings, but we got there. So we started it. I we're, know, we weren't talking about football. The golf. Shit. No, the golf. We were talking yeah, about golf. golf. And I made the comment that they should the go golf. watch the, the, the quarterbacks and the yep. golf pros to watch that. Yep. So we're going to get into some MMA, but I got two things. One's really going to fuck you up. And – it's it's race related and it kind of bothered me when I watched it. Y'all, did y'all watch the es the the fights this weekend? Like the I think everybody was busy, but I went back and watched the fights and what on ESPN Plus. But the UFC did a Black History Month. Oh my God! Yeah, I saw it, it was kind of fucking absurd, right? They did a Black History Month thing, like you know, because February is Black History Month, and you know, you post you know, a lot of sports channels and franchises and all that. They do odes to. The African American community and the stuff they went through, bro. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of black fighters that came through a lot of hard shit that's in the UFC. Fuck it. Don't even use a UFC fighter. Let's talk Muhammad Ali. Let's talk Sugar. Uh, you know, let's talk fucking Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Let's fucking talk uh, Tyson. Tyson. Let's talk about all these these well, black yeah, they, men. They got, yeah, Dana White has a hard on for Tyson, so Hold I'm up. surprised he didn't bring that up. Hold on. You know. Let's talk all these guys that's went through some real shit. You know what I'm saying? And beat the odds and really dealt with racism growing up and stuff. 
and where they made it. Let's talk about them. Okay. Let's, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's talk about Michael Chandler who happened to adopt a black kid and how he is just so awesome because he's raising a black. What the fuck, UFC? Dude, it's Black History Month, not white guy adopts black kid month. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Look. No, look, I tip my hat to Michael Chandler. You adopted a young uh, young man who didn't have didn't have a family, and you know that's great. But when you're at the level of an organization of the UFC, you don't use, especially in today's time, you don't use a white guy who happened to just be what comes off looking like a white guy helping out a black kid for Black History Month. I mean, am I wrong? No, that's pretty much slapping all the all the black fighters in, yeah, in the like, face. Just oh, y'all fuck you. We we're just talking about Michael Chandler. Yeah, it's like well, what the fuck? This and this dude's not even look. He beat one motherfucker in the UFC, guys. He beat he beat one person in UFC. Spectacularly, but uh, that yeah, it was. Yeah, he fucked him up. But come on, bro. What? Where's 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 Daniel Cormier, who grew up poor, a poor black man? Went on to be on the U.S. Olympic team. Ended up becoming a two-weight world champion in the UFC. Great humanitarian. Coaches high school high school wrestling. Also uh, coaches wrestling uh, at the collegiate level. And is still as a coach to – a wrestling coach to Khabib Nurmagomedov, who is known as is, – is arguably the greatest UFC fighter to many that has lived. So what about him? Why do you – are we talking about Michael Chandler? Well, I, I, I mean, you said it. There's hundreds and hundreds of fighters out there that they could have put a montage to. This is beyond stupidity, in my opinion. Derek Luce is on I mean, that card. Why not talk about him? Yeah. yeah. Why not talk about Blades? Yeah, Curtis Blades. I, I mean, dude, I just, it was fucking nuts. When I seen it, I said, I said, is it White History Month or is it fucking Black History Month? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then you know, and then you got to be Michael Bisming, and then be like, yeah, to, you know, you, you know, you feel uncomfortable as, you know, you feel uncomfortable as fuck, and you have to, you have to deal commentate with commentate on that. You have to commentate on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And my headphones turned off, Jen. You you zeroed me out. Is my mic off? No, I can no, hear you fine. Oh, okay. I was like, fuck, I couldn't hear nothing. No, I can't hear shit. Can you hear anything now? No. No, I mean I can hear you because I'm I got one ear open, but anyway, we'll keep it open. yeah, I'm gonna keep it open. But yeah, dude, I heard the shit. It's like, you know, if you're Michael Bisping shit. You got to commentate on that, bro. It's like that's hard well, to do. He's already punched drunk as a motherfucker already, so yeah. you know he was like, um, Michael Chandler's a great guy, yeah. And then, then Michael Chandler's like, I want the whole thing was like, I want him to know about his black history and where he came from. Yeah, I mean that's great, and I, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, you know, for wanting to do that and to be there and, you know, and make sure that your child knows about his heritage. But, I mean, I'm just saying Black History Month, Michael Chandler should not be the guy that we're that we're doing an expose on yeah, that's, for the UFC. I mean, if you want to add him into it and say, to, you know, hey, you know, want to look no. at this, I get it. He can be a part of yeah, it, he can be a the part. poster boy of it. He shouldn't be the, the, the guy on top of the mountain in reality. You know what it should have been? It should have been about somebody else and then him have a word in saying how he wanted to, how he is a father of a, you know, 
an adopted father of an African-American boy, and I want him to know about his heritage. Well, that's not, exactly it, It's though. all about Michael Chandler, who's okay. a white guy who happened to has a, not have a black wife. You don't have a black wife. You're not even a white guy with a black You're a white guy with a white wife who happened to adopt a black kid. What is this, the fucking blind side? No, but I, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what, I mean, that's, that's what, what it seems like. It comes off as the blind side. You know what I mean? Like, we're trying to get publicity for it. You know, even Michael Orr, the guy who was the whole poster child of Blindside, said himself there was a detriment to his fucking career. Because after that movie aired, that's all ever people ever viewed him as, was the guy from the movie. And not take him serious as a legitimate NFL player. But that's what, that's what we're saying is, you can add him into that aspect of it, but... He should he should have had a small two minute part of it compared to the whole damn montage. Yeah, it was it was a little crazy. It took me back a little bit, and I knew when I brought it up, my brother was going to be like, "Oh yeah, I fucking know exactly what you're talking about, idiots." So since we're on that UFC card, dude, Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades. Let me tell you something. Curtis Blades said, "Derek Lewis, all he wants to do is one dimensional. If you want to beat him, you just don't stand with him. You take him down." You take him down and you beat him up on the ground. He ain't shit. Let me tell you something. Why you stand with him? He stood with him the whole fucking hey, time. And then he when he went to go take, to take him, him down, hey, when he went to go take him down, Derek was, here, taste this knuckle sandwich, motherfucker. Uppercut. Boom, uppercut when he was Sleep. shooting in for the takedown. And when I tell you he was asleep leaning against Derek Lewis, everybody, close your eyes and picture a six foot three black man leaned over at the legs, sleeping, leaning against you, and fall back stiff as a board. That's exactly how that knockout looked. And, and then, then Derek Lewis twice. gave him two parting hey, shots right hey. at the end. There. And then he awesome. hit him, and then, the, and then the corner was yelling at Derek Lewis. He was like, he was like, they were like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't know what you're doing. Why you hit him? He's like, shit, that, boy, that Herb Dean's fault. That's Herb Dean's fault. Yeah, he was way Shit. out he of like, position, He's like, I'm trained, I'm trained to fight until until the referee stops me. Shit, that's, that's on Herb Dean. Your boy got knocked a couple times because that's Herb on Herb Dean. Was he goes way out of position. <laughs> hey, did you see? Hey, did you see the the post the post fight press conference? He like, well, what if that motherfucker looked like the Undertaker and just sit right up? Then we still fight. He goes, that's why I hit him a couple more times. Hey, he his microphone. Hey, Derek Lewis has got the greatest post fight interviews. Remember the one he did with. Uh, with Joe Rogan, when, Joe he, Rogan, when he took his like, shorts, when he took like, the shorts off. Why are you taking off. your pants off? He's like, because my balls are hot. My balls are hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, Joe Rogan even hot. busted out laughing. Uh, yeah, he, he said at the beginning of the fight, or at the postgame, he's like, man, when I went in that fight, he's like, man, I didn't even want to be there. He's like, man, I was just trying to get motivated. Get motivated. He was, And then he kept hitting me, and that shit pissed me off. So when he shot in, I just, I got him. And then shit, you know, I keep hitting him to the rest stops. That's on Herb D. Two piece and a biscuit. <laughs> hey, fucking for real though. I mean, when I tell you stiff as a board, and if you look at his Instagram, everybody, I I highly suggest you to go look at Derek Lewis' Instagram. When he when he, he hit when he hit Curtis Blades again, and Curtis Blades fell off of him, his thumb was sticking up. <laughs> hey, his thumb was sticking up. He's like, so he puts in quotes on his Instagram. He's okay. <laughs> and he's got his thumb. And he hits him two more times. Hey, so when he put down, his thumb was in there like he was good. And it would do as stiff as a fucking board. He was like this, dude. Uh, uh, hey, Jimmy's Jimmy's right now with his legs out in front of him with his thumbs in there. But, dude, that absolutely hilarious. hilarious. Absolutely and then, hilarious. And then he said he's going to wait till Black History Month's over to talk shit to him. He's got to wait until Black History Month's over so <laughs> yeah. he can talk shit to yeah. Curtis Blades. Well, fucking leave it up to the UFC and they'll talk. They'll just talk the shit for you. Sorry, UFC. You I think ain't that living was a, that. That was the biggest fuck up they've ever done, dude. Yeah. 
that was a yeah. That was a I hats don't come off for that one. So they asked him. They also asked Derek Lewis. They're like, "Hey, what's your plans moving forward? Are your plans to go fight for title?" He's like, "He's like, listen. He's like, I'm not getting stupid. We know John Jones just entered the division, so." I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to fight for a title because we know that motherfucker about to fight for the title. You know what I mean? He's very honest about it. He's like, why say you're going to fight for a title when you know John Jones is the next guy in line for the title? You know what I mean? Like, let's not get stupid. He said, but shit. He goes, we got the loser of Stipe and Nagano. And he goes, you know. No, he, he called out over he, he, and then no he, he, didn't, no, he didn't call it over. He did call it over. He did call it over. And then he was like, you know, Izzy coming up. So, you know, Izzy going to be here sooner or later. So, you know, he said, we got a lot of things going on. So it was a. Uh, what's wrong? Everybody looking at me all crazy and shit. Yeah, you didn't notice that. <laughs> My headphones went and come back. Up. I okay. noticed that. You know, we, hey, I just thought it was like a war, like somebody's bombing the building or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, shit. We but, ent- we entered a twilight. But then no, nobody like, wants to see Nagano Lewis too. I don't know. No, I don't want to see that shit. I ain't paying for that shit. They better put that shit on a free fight pass somewhere. Some ESPN Plus bullshit. But then. He was like, well, if you had to pick one, he's like, shit, I picked Stipe. He the one with the belt. You know what I mean? I'll take Stipe. He's like, he's like, I, I do great against wrestlers. You know, and he's thinking like, you've seen Curtis Blaze. That bitch shot him. He got slipped. But if Stipe. Had, if Lewis hits anybody, you fuck. Dude, that motherfucker is a kid. Dude, his, dude, he's got, his hands are something special. He's probably, I mean, I think he just set the record for most knockouts in the UFC with that yeah, knockout he's got, of Curtis Yeah, he's got Blades. the most knockouts in UFC. Crazy. So, What's cool, about it, what's cool about him is he looked like he just walked out of the bar after drinking a beer and okay. went to fight. Remember, yeah. he wasn't motivated when he first started. Well, he has lost about 20 pounds. Yeah. He said coming in this fight he was in his best shape, but he said, I wasn't motivated in the back, man. I was just trying to get motivated. He was he hit me a couple times. Then, I, you know, I had to handle business. He's so funny, dude. He's by yeah, far he's one of the funniest UFC That's fighters. The reason why I watch him. He wins or loses, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So I know we're coming up close to our mark, what we usually like to hit for the show. So we're going to get into something real quick. It's going to be a little controversial to some. I think not that controversial to many. But Fallon Fox, is that her name? His that's, name? Yeah. Her name? Uh, um, yes. I was told I can't call her something. So, yeah, so, that's, yeah. So that's it. transgender UFC, or not UFC fighter. Let me tell you that. Transgender MMA fighter. Um, apparently the last fight got fucked up. But fight previous to that, spent... Most of most of their life as a as a man, and then this and was a male MMA fighter, correct? Correct. So it was a shitty male was a shitty MMA male fighter. MMA fighter, and then decided to transgender to a female, and then fight women. My problem with this is you're still a man. I know, I know, LGBTQ community. Um, you're gonna be mad when I say this, but physically. You're still a man. Your muscle fibers are still a man. She still has the... Your yeah. strength is still a man. And you can say, I took all of these pills to transition and all this, but you didn't do it like a normal person transitioning. You were still in the gym lifting weights. You were still in the gym, the gym training to be an MMA fighter. And then you fight a woman and literally crack their skull. Crack their skull. I have a major issue, and people aren't going to like to hear this, but I have a real problem. I feel like, yes, it's your right to identify whatever you want to be. If you want to identify as a fucking macaroni noodle, that's your business. All right? You can identify as a macaroni noodle. I don't care. 
if you want to identify as a man, a woman, uh, uh, whatever you want to train, whatever you want to identify as, you can identify a puppy. I don't give a fuck. It's your business. Okay. When your decision directly physically affects somebody else's life or death or their ability or because of your decision, you have an upper hand on an individual because of your decision. I have a problem with that because now it's bleeding over into the high school games and stuff like that, where you got men transitioning into or boys transitioning into girls and then wanting to wrestle in the high school level or weight lift. Get the fuck out of here. Look, I'm great. You're trying to find yourself. It's great that you're finding yourself and you're finding who you're supposed to be. That's great. But for you to compete against a, against a woman who, let me tell you something. I'm a man. All right. I was born a man. I identify as a man. I am. I'm, that's who I am. I don't care. And yes, there are some women out there that are physical freaks and that, that are different than I am. You know what I'm saying? But if me and my wife got into it, I don't give a fuck if she lifts weights for fucking six months. I'm going to fuck her up if it was a fight. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's all there is to it. You know what I'm saying? If my daughters, if my daughters and my wife all jump on me, I'm gonna fuck all three of them up. Just because that's how it is. You can't, you're not gonna physically beat me because I'm a fucking man. I'm built different. It's just how there is to it. Bone structure, my muscle bone. density. Yep. You can't tell me that bitch don't have testosterone in her body like a man. When you're lifting weights and you're st- look, this is the thing. Fallon Fox did not have the did she have the complete same no. surgery? So you're still you're still producing testosterone. You're in there lifting weights, exercise and physical activity. No matter if you're taking estrogen or not, guess what? You're still you're still producing testosterone. Well, like my boy Joe Rogan said, you're a fucking man. You're a man when you're look when you're when you're fighting, you're going under. You're transitioning. I understand what you identify as, but let me tell you something. Physically, you're still a man. People aren't going to like this. I don't give a fuck. I mean, you can dislike it if you want. I have a daughter who, if she was sitting across me right now, she'd probably be arguing with me. But I did have the conversation with her about trans, about people who transgender uh, men who were transitioning into women fighting MMA, and she was like, "That's not okay." Why come we don't ever see it going the other way? Because fucking women. Because look, because they know they're gonna get their fucking skull crushed. That's why. Yeah, women ain't. There's a reason that when everybody was talking about, oh, Ronda Rousey should fight Floyd Mayweather. Remember that shit back in the day? That bitch never took that fight. You know what I'm saying? Oh. She got fucked up. I was about to say, by, the, by seeing her. Dude, I'm the biggest Ronda Rousey fan in, there ever was. And by looking at her boxing, boxing skills, she shouldn't box no fucking body. You seen Ronda Rousey lately? No. Woo, homeless fuck. Don't watch Rousey Acres on YouTube. Whoa. That bitch ain't the same bitch that was on UFC. That bitch look like Ronda regular. That's what she looked like. She, hey, she didn't let herself go a little bit. Oh, yeah? She ain't fat. Just but, a tad. But let me tell you something. You look at her face. I, like, I, I watched her YouTube. I watched her YouTube uh, shows her playing video games and shit. But I'm, nah, bro. Nah. But I can't, I can't have this transgender women or transgender men, gender oh. pronouns, Zer, Zit. Whatever it is, QTRWXYZ, whatever it is, whatever it is, I can't have you. That's like that. 
all right, I can't have you fighting. If you're a man, you can't be fighting a women's sport. If you were born a man, you cannot be fighting a women's sport, period. That would be like, Omar, that'd be like this. It'd be like, it'd be like your son saying, Dad, I identify as a woman. Or my son saying, I identify as a woman. And you're like, hey, look, I still love you. You're my son, right? It's going to be awkward for us because I know you as my son, not my daughter, but we'll still get, love you no matter what. We'll get through it. You know what I'm saying? But, but they're, they're I, like, but dad, I want to go be, I want to go arm wrestle bitches, bro. And you're going to be like, <laughs> you can't do that. You're stronger than them. You can't do that. Yeah, That's, no. You're going to have to arm wrestle Billy over there. You can't arm wrestle Barbara. You can't do that. So, it's, so it's I, have, okay. I have a question for you. So in one of her fights, if I recall, she cracked the skull, correct? Well, she broke the girl's orbital bone. She broke the girl's orbital, okay? Orbital bone, which is the bone around your eye. Oh, oh. That holds your eye in place. Not many times, if I'm trying to remember, a lot of the the woman fights in UFC or in any any MMA, did you hear of orbital broke uh, bone Oh, it happens. Right? It happens, but she did it. Most of the time, it's usually with an elbow or a knee. She did it with a fucking punch. And that, and that's and that's what I'm trying to get at, right? It's not a norm it's a normal injury in the sense of a certain type of strike. Or or a repetitive punch. Now it normally it doesn't happen with just one punch. It's you know, over a whole it was from her she hit that bitch one time and that bitch's eyeball swelled up like she like you know, she's swallowed a grapefruit and tried to shoot it out of her eye. That she had a big old fucking knot on her head. So that that's that's what I'm that's where I'm getting at, right? It's you you look at some of the injuries and some you know that happens. Usually, you know, you're breaking that bone with a knee and elbow. Not a normal punch, unless it's I'm just jabbing the fuck out of you in that one damn eye nonstop. But it's just not normal. So I I, I get the aspect of what they want to you know what they're trying to do and all that stuff. But that's how I look at it. I look at it as it's just not fair. Plain and simple, in my opinion, is just not fair. Again, just like you say, Clayton, identify what you want. I'm not going to judge you on what you want to identify, but it's just not. It's it's not right. We don't see men or boys trying to transition in in reality, or I'm sorry, women trying to transition to men's sports. We don't. If it was a two way street in reality, I can see I can see more people accepting in a reality, but. It's really only going one way. And there's why is it only going one way? Let's hashtag let's be honest. What's the reason why they're going one way? It's simpler. It's a simpler process. I think it would be a lot different if she hadn't tried to be a male MMA fighter and have been a shitty one. And then figured out, well, you know what? The world we live in today, I'm gonna identify as a female now and I'm gonna go fight in female MMA. And that may not be why she identifies as a female. Well, that's let's, what it makes it be look on, like. It, it looks like that way, and I don't want to. I don't want to back it into a corner and put it in this box and say, "Hey, that's why Fallon Fox identifies as a woman because he wanted to be a better MMA fighter." I'm that's, not saying that, but that's not, I'm saying that's that, the that's, that's what the it perception. Makes it look like, yeah. But but it's not the oh gosh, I'm gonna stick my foot in my mouth now. It's not the full transition, correct? As, I don't think, I don't, I don't think she's gone through the full transition as of yet. You want to look that up, Amar? And that is acceptable. No, she still has the male chromosome. I don't give a shit what you well, say. Well, and I but the thing that, is, if you still have your, if you still have your, uh, if you still have your beans Parts. and franks, you know what I'm saying? 
If you still got the but beans and franks, but your male, she has a male bone structure, which is which is thicker and bigger. The the male muscle structure, which is thicker and larger. So she is still a male. Right, but and on top of that, look, I'm not okay in it either way. Yes, I'm just so, playing devil's advocate. But like, if you have your beans and franks, okay, if you still have that, then you're producing testosterone. Yeah. All right. If that's been removed, then maybe you don't. You don't. Then that testosterone. That natural testosterone is gone. You see what I'm saying? But for the 22 years or whatever it was that you identified as a man. Are they testing you for testosterone now that you're a female? That's what I'm saying. I, look, I don't know all the ins and outs. That's, that's what, what I'm saying, telling, though. That's you know, how many, how many guys have been suspended for uh, taking steroids, which is testosterone, upping their testosterone levels, correct? Right. So you transitioned to, Belfort being you transitioned to female fighting, and you used to be a male. Now you have testosterone in your blood, correct? Right. Most females don't, you know, unless you're taking something. Females don't have that. Right. It's all estrogen. Yeah. Right. That's, why is that not a why is that not a a, look, a, a performance? And you know, and the same thing. Things. It's whenever they test men, if they find high levels of estrogen in your system, male MMA fighters. They pop you for performance and drugs because they know you're covering up anabolic steroids. Because what happens when you take a cycle of anabolic steroids, when you're coming off of that cycle, your estrogen levels in your body elevate. Seriously. Yeah, they elevate. So whenever they get an elevated estrogen level in a male fighter, they know he's they 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 know it kind of is, it's like a it's like a ticker saying, hey, look, he's been doing something that's not right because his estrogen levels are elevating because you're coming off of that steroid cycle. Oh, my God. So that's one of the things why that's why a lot of if you like you can even go look people that used to take take steroids when they stop taking them, they get main titties Mm -hmm. because of the estrogen levels have boosted up so much into their system or they're so high that you start growing. You get man boobs. I, I mean, mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about. I never, I never took, I never took. Well, any if she was taking medication to, to transition Bill. to a female, or and it was, soy. you know, I don't know whether she was taking medication to transition to a female, and it was pulling all the testosterone out. I don't know. How. So she still had her beans so, and franks. So she, she did. So Fallon did go un, undergo the, the 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 hormone therapy. Okay. For multiple years. Okay. So again, it doesn't Did state Fallon, about it does not state about the beans. Hormone and therapy and turning your penis inside out are two different things. <laughs> she did have the operation. She did have the operation. Correct. All right. So she so did then, get she did get the nip and tuck. So it is, yeah. Still I don't I still I still have a problem with it. I still have a problem with it, but maybe less of a problem. No, I still have a problem with it. So I, but I, I, I understand. She's still a yeah, fucking really man, dude. Genet- really yeah, tough. Yeah, phys- Say it again. Phys- genetically, genetically she's still and physically, you're still a man. Correct. Because how long? How long before that fight? And how long has she had that surgery? And how long did she been without that surgery? And how long has she been on these hormone replacements? You know what I'm saying? To this point, I'm sure it's not 10, 15, 20 years or nothing like that. Because I feel like, you know what I mean? You were a male MMA fighter before then, so you were into your 20s before you ever decided to transition. Well, the Joe Rogan article came out in 2013. Yeah, we're just now talking about it now because the whole thing, the reason we're talking about it now is because the LGBT community had a whole celebration talking about the bravery of Fallon Fox and becoming a transgender female in the world of MMA when it's usually frowned upon being a trans trans MMA fighter. Well, guess what? 
you're the most famous trans MMA fighter. The rest of them are lesbians. You know, fucking Amanda Nunes, the look, the baddest bitch on the planet, bro. Dude, I think she could fuck up a lot of dudes. Real talk. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Amanda yeah, Nunes' think, hands. Amanda I, Nunes's hands are bad. She's a badass boxer. Yeah, she can compete. Dude, just, oh just yeah. Ask, ask Cyborg how them hands Ooh. are. And Cyborg was about as. Hey, sorry, Cyborg, and if it's offend you, write me on Dude. Twitter. I'll be glad to have. That's a, Vanderlei Silva with titties. I'm just hey, saying. Look. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Vanderlei Silva with titties. So all I'm saying is, <laughs> there it is. All I'm saying is, there you go, folks. Jimmy's take <laughs> on Chris Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. Apparently, Vanderlei Silva with titties. So, um. Let me tell you like this. Chris Cyborg is about as close as a man as you possibly fucking get. And Chris Cyborg, if you're offended by any of our comments here on Beard and the Boys, please reach out on me at on our Twitter page at Beard Boys on Twitter. And we would love to have a Skype call with you or a, or a, or what is it? What do they call them now? What's the video call? Zoom calls. Yeah. Zooms. We'll go Umi Zoomy call with you. On, whatever on the you air. want to do. On the air. On the air, yes. and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, and, you know, and we'll discuss it. And you know what? We'll find out what you're doing with your MMA career because – Oh, I she's heard. Bellator champion. She Bellator – oh, you mean the washed-up UFC fighters? That's pretty much fighters. like the WWE champion. Yeah, WCW. They don't even exist. Yeah. Or, you know, ECW. Yeah. So, so real quick, back on, on Fallon, Misha Tate stated that she would not fight Transgender well, no MMA, shit. no because shit, because of safety concerns. That's another female fighter. Look, Dan, or not Dan White, but Joe Rogan said it the best. MMA is a chess match with dire consequences with every move. Dire consequences. Each move can kill you. Each move. So, any person, and look, and just like racing, and just like in MMA today, everybody's trying to get that edge. If it's training harder. or taking this protein or these, you know, these legal supp- supplements or in John's Jones getting some picograms or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Pico. Get, pico, pico. And then getting whatever you the, need the to coca. get. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the dick appeals <laughs> from, from Mexico. The Mexicano dick appeals <laughs> make you stronger, is So <laughs> what I'm telling you is, you know, it's, you know, whatever it takes, everybody's trying to get an edge. Everybody's trying to get an edge. I mean, fuck, dude, I go to work every day, and I'm trying to find a shortcut on how to do my job faster. I'm trying to get an edge on my job. You know what I mean? Or or I'm trying to find a shorter way to work. I'm trying to get an edge on the way to work. So, so we're, um, you know, everybody's trying to get an edge. So it's like I don't – I understand it to the point to where you're just trying to be victorious, but at the same time you're – you're putting people's life in danger with your decisions. And I think that we really needs to be evaluated when transitioning and taking these supplements or whatever. I think there has to be a lot of, a lot more science behind it. And we really need to dig deep into it before we keep allowing this to happen. Cause it's bleeding into our high school, our high school uh, sporting scene and all that. And it's getting a little crazy. Well, you, but, there, there's a reason why in the, you know, in the male sport, most of them did male sports, and they weren't worth the shit. Yep. And then except for they, Bruce Jenner, that motherfucker to, was the man, when, bro. He didn't play female sports after he did the male thing. But what yeah. I'm saying, most of them do the male thing and then realize I ain't worth the shit. 
or, you know, they're not worth the shit. And then when they go to the female, they're winning gold medals and shit and setting records. I mean, at least Bruce did it the right way. Bruce was like, there's got to be, there's a telltale sign right there. I won my medals and now let me go. No, Bruce said, I'm transitioning. I'm not getting the nip and tuck. And I still like women. (laughs) So he's like, I just like women's a, clothes and a wig, bitch. Get some. Worlds. Yeah. I like the heels. Yeah. That's what it is. He's like, look, I ain't got a collar. I get my own boob implants. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Hashtag little nonsense. You know X. what I'm saying? You did shitty in a male sport, so I'm going to go to the females and set records and win gold medals. I, there's, a, there's a sign right there. Look, it's a touchy, touchy subject, and I'm, we could be on it all night talking back and forth, and I'm sure we're going to get into it in a lot more episodes, and there's going to be a lot more stories of it. Moving forward, and there's going to be a lot more takes on us for sure. But, I mean, it's to me, it's still weird, man. It, it just I feel like all this happens so fast that it's really a person. And, look, I'm be very straight up and hashtag I'm going to be let's be honest. All right? Let's be honest. <laughs> hashtag no doubt. Hashtag no doubt. Real talk. I grew up old school. So, when I was growing up, this shit – Trans males, trans females. We didn't know what the we, what the fuck was that. Yeah, what is that? That this shit didn't exist. I mean, fucking when I was growing up, cell phones didn't fucking exist. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first one. Yeah, the big old big as that fucking big fucking with a backpack on it, like you look like yes. you like you're a fucking extra in mash or some shit. So I mean, dude, there's a there's a the world's changing every day. It's something fucking new, and I'm more. I mean. Dude, I don't know if I could beat my kids these days having to deal with all the changes and how fast it changes. I mean, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's hard enough being the parent of those kids. Dude, and the information at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Like, you say something, they'd be like, so what do you think about our political stalemate in our country? And you say something, be like, well, this is what just happened here. And you're like, what are you talking about? Well, well, it just happened 37 seconds ago. I got it right here on my phone. It's like, how the, how the fuck is a parent? How are you supposed to compete we, with we that? We had to read the newspaper, dude. Yeah. Newspaper? Half the time, newspaper, half the time, our parents just like, but yeah, that dude's gay. And your whole life, you thought that fucking movie star was gay. That dude was straight as fuck, had a wife and like six kids. (laughs) And just just because your mom, dad, or your grandpa said this dude was gay or that guy right there's a Peter Puffer. I'm just telling you, you automatically thought that that's what it was. You know what I mean? Look, I'm just saying, you automatically thought that's what it was. Agree? You were taught. You were, I mean, you, that's you just learned, how You taught what you were taught. What you were learned. That's yeah, all it was. The information was the information yeah. that was put in front of you. You know what I mean? I mean, it was. Just, it's weird that the world we come to now. You got to be like your son asks you a question. But like, give me a second, let me Google it. <laughs> and you get your phone. And you're like, I'll be right back with you. You'll be like, fuck yeah, that's the or, right answer. Or you can do like me, and I just look at my wife and be like, what can I say here? <laughs> What's the right thing for me to say? Because I can't really it, say what I want to because I'm gonna get in trouble. It depends so, on where you look at online too, because you oh. might be looking at the wrong one. Yeah, you, FYI. No, when your wife's around, you're like, man, do I open up my browser right now? What the <laughs> fuck did I look at 20 minutes ago? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Open it up and be like, and be like, yeah. You open it up and all of a sudden it's like, oh, and you're like, oh, oh shit, hold on. I can't believe Omar yeah, sent me that. How, I don't know how that got there. Hey, no, I'm like, I can't. That's that fucking text message on that feed. I can't believe Omar sent me that. I can't believe they put yeah. that on there. Damn, Jason. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. But you, you got to check. You've got to fact check everything. Because these days, the kids are fact checking us. Dude, Facebook's going to fact check you. Ever since that shithead Biden got in office, they're going to fact check you. Oh, you shit. So? Here we go. All right. Oh, so oh, the political. 
We we done changed. Hey, I can tell story. you one thing that's changed since Biden got in office: the fucking gas prices. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about buying a motorcycle. I just want to let you know. I think um, I'm thinking about buying a go kart. A fucking bicycle scooter. Go get a scooter. Get a scooter. It'd be cheaper. I don't think you're gonna make it from Orlando to here. Uh, no, I can. Uh, I can make it from Orlando. Start tomorrow. I can be. make it. Yeah. It'll take me. It's what about a fifty mile ride? I can it's about eighteen miles an hour. I just don't want to drive an I four. <laughs> I can't do that math. <laughs> so, I look. I, I ride. I ride. I ride my bike for. I do the MS one fifty every year, and we do seventy five miles. Um, in two days, 75 miles on a Saturday, 75 miles on a Sunday. It gets done about three and a half hours to get it completely done. Dang. So it's, it's, you can ride pretty well, but I4, mm, a little yeah. sketchy. I hate driving it's, on I4. Uh, I4 is a little sketchy in a car. Mm. That's what I'm thinking Yeah. Well, I mean, we could be here talking about this shit all day. So we got to wrap this shit up. We all got to go home. We all got to go home. Oh, and, I'm going to hold it off till next week. Omar's over here signaling me. I'm going to hold it off till next week. But I just want to let everybody know we announced last week if we got to 500 followers on Facebook, we'd have a drawing for a giveaway. Guess what, motherfuckers? We made 500. Congratulations. Give them a hand. Give everybody, give them a hand. We made it to 500. So now I want to give another, another uh, shout out. Okay. So listen, this is the next thing. We're going to have, a, we'll have another drawing. If we hit 1,000 followers on our Instagram, another drone. It'll be sweeter than a T-shirt. We know we may invite you in. You may have come down. Or if you're in the area local, we'll bring you in. We'll buy you a couple beers. Maybe we'll take you to lunch or whatever as a group. You know, a fan. Or maybe we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll send you. If you're out of town, we'll send you a prize pack or something like that. Anyway, we'll do something awesome for a fan. If we get to 1,000 followers on Instagram. The drawing will not be until we get to 1,000 followers. Not 998, not fucking 999. It will be 1,000 or we don't draw. That's all there is to it because it's going to be a good one. Everybody cool with that? I'm cool. You cool with that? I'm good. Yeah, maybe we'll get you like a free tire plug or something like that. We'll hook you up. <laughs> right rotation or some shit. You don't have a coupon for a tire rotation or something in your, in your city. But it'll be nice. It'll be real nice. We got hooked coupon up. Coupon for a tire. This <laughs> we, got, we got a hook up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, uh, was that a dig? It wasn't a dig. That oh, was okay. that was for real. I feel I believe we could get a tire rotation. <laughs> I believe we get a tire rotation in your area, a tire rotation sponsor. I just think we can get it. You know what I mean? So it's not a dig. So I want to tell. It better not be fucker because I work in that industry. You son of a bitch. No, it's not a dig. I swear to God. No, it's Jason's tire. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Totally maybe maybe that. Jason needs maybe a tire Jason rotation. Needs that tire rotation. Jason will win. <laughs> it's not so, rigged. <laughs> One thousand followers on Instagram, guys. We will have a drawing for a giveaway. Also, we now have an official. Well, tomorrow we will because I'm on TikTok timeout. I got banned today, so <laughs> I'm on TikTok restrictions. So at beard at beard boys official for TikTok. Instagram is at beard underscore boys official on Instagram at beard boys on Twitter at beard boys official on Facebook, which we hit 500 followers. So somebody will be getting a t-shirt. We're going to announce it next week. Big show next week, big show next week, next week. We're going to have, we're going to change the format of our show. We're going to take MMA and make it its own things. We have a huge card next week, huge card on March 6th. 
And coming with March 6th, we're going to – I'll post it on our Facebook tonight, but we're going to have a meet and greet at Front Page Brewery um, here in Bartow, Florida. We invite all of our fans, friends, family, or whatever, come out, have a drink with us. We're not buying your beer. You have to buy your own beer. But you can come out and have a drink with us, hang out, uh, say what's up um, on March 6th. It's going to be from 6, 6 to 8.30 6 to 8.30, meet and greet, down at Front Page Brewery in Bartow. Come see us. You can bring your kids. Brewery's kid-friendly, so you can bring your kids. Uh, I think they brought dogs in there, too, didn't they? Have you seen pets? Yeah. You can bring your, uh, you can bring your pets as long as they don't bite. As long fuck. as they're um, on a leash and tame. And their shot records are up to date. So, so yes. I, I can't bring my husky? No. no, keep that crazy motherfucker at home. <laughs> hey, anybody want a husky out there? <laughs> So, I've got a Connie Corso, and she's staying home. So come out and visit us next week. I'm going to post it up on our events page on Facebook. So, Omar, you got anything? No, great show, guys, man. Uh, again, fr- uh, fans of our Facebook, you know, thanks again us at 500. We got exactly 504 followers on Facebook. Yep. So let's get to that 1,000. We, we, put this, we put that challenge out for Facebook last week, and we made it before we started the show today. So let's hit that 1,000 before next yep. week's show. Jimmy, you got anything, brother? Nope, I'm good. Jen, you got anything before we cue up this music? Jimmy. <laughs> oh, she wanted a Jimmy's take. To head, so, I, she got I one earlier. She got a few. I was told about that button. I used right. it. Jimmy's going to have more than one beer at our meet and greet, correct? <laughs> hey, you took the next day off, so we're going we're gonna to watch in the fight together. We're not going to be able to watch the fight with fans. Uh, it's a We're new. The show's new. And we just don't have the financial capability at this point or the capability of really space to fit everybody to watch the fight with us. UFC charges a lot of money. They charge like something like two to three thousand dollars to be able to air the fight for a group of people. I mean, outside of your home. So we don't have that capability yet. But what we're gonna do is a meet and greet before the UFC pay-per-view. 6 to 8.30, front page brewery, Barto. Don't forget to follow us on our uh, all our social media. Facebook, at Beard Boys Official. Twitter, at Beard Boys. Instagram, at Beard underscore Boys Official. And now, on TikTok, at Beard Boys Official. Motherfuckers, if you don't follow us, I'm going to be very, very angry. How angry are we going to be, Omar? Very, very angry. Jimmy, how angry are we going to be? Very, very, hey, very. Conor McGregor's a what? A bitch. Oh, shit. Conor McGregor's a bitch. So, next week, UFC, come hang out with us. We love you guys. And, you know, we're waiting on our music to get queued up over here. I'm just fucking with you. We got a lot of kickback for that Conor McGregor <laughs> comment. Have you got There's a lot, a lot of, of Conor McGregor uh, fans out there. Oh, yeah. I you know, know your old lady's mad at me, too. No, my old lady thought it was funny. Oh, I can't call her old lady. My wife. Thinks it's oh, funny. Your wife? If I call her if I call her old lady and she listens to this, which she probably won't get this deep into the podcast because she'll never fucking listen to yeah, it. Yeah, my wife don't either. She listens to it about the first twenty minutes and that's it. Yeah. Puts it on play. I look, I'll tell them, hey, put that bitch on play and go to sleep. Put that bitch on silent, let it run through. I gotta get my views up, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But hey, I'm gonna run through our social media one more time as we're closing this out. Facebook at Beard Boys Official. Instagram at beard underscore boys official. TikTok at beard boys official. And on the old tweet, 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 Twitter. Let's not forget it's at beard boys. So I love you guys. 
Great show, everybody. And it looks like we're going on a dead shutout tonight. I guess so. So, hey. <laughs> so, hey, laugh, laugh, laugh. Let's party. All I want to do is say, fuck you. We're out, guys. See ya.